0: Hello and welcome to another episode of The Christ in Andy Podcast. Well, my name is Andrew MacWaffo and I'd like to give you a warm welcome. Thank you for being here with me. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all the things you've done for me. I also give thanks to God for everything today i come here once again with a new episode titled identifying distractions we are talking about distractions the whole month of november 2020 so expect some couple of um episodes about this topic hallelujah and i'm going to read one scripture for you then i'll start hebrews twelve one, reading from king james version wherefore seeing we are we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Hallelujah. Now, from this speech, oh, from this verse, I can confidently say that as we give more attention to God, He'll give more attention to you because from here he said we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses so what we have to do is lay aside the weight the the pressures of the world the things of this evil world the things that are entangled in our lives the sins the wrongdoings which comes and take our minds we will lay all of them aside so that we can focus on God. So when your attention is on God, He will give more attention to you. James 4 verse 7 says, Draw nigh unto God, and He will also draw near unto you. It's a reciprocal thing. You do it. He comes. It's like a car moving ahead of a tree. The tree will still be standing there. But as the car moves, way, somehow, the tree also comes near the car. That is how it works. When you draw near God, even though He's unchanging, he also draws near to you. It's a principle. And you have to be that. Hallelujah. Now, also, from the verse above, or the verse which I just read, I can also say that there is a race. Note, the word race was used, not competition. There is a race set before each child of God to run. And when a race is set, it means that the pathway for that race is already defined. In the case of the child of God, the pathway is a pathway of eternal life. And that eternal life originates from Jesus. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. John 14, 6. So, as we follow Jesus, as our focus is on him, we will walk on the God-ordained path. And that will make us fulfill his purpose for our lives. Hallelujah. Now, this is so good to hear, right? once you are the righteousness of God in Christ that's in 2nd Corinthians 5.21 the path of your life is God defined you must therefore give attention to the driver of your path that is God hallelujah there is something I want to share with you and I took this scenario from natural things a plant can't live without its roots being connected to the soil in the same way any man not connected to God who is a source of life through Jesus is just existing but not living when you say someone is existing but not living it actually means the person has physical life so the physical life he has breath he has blood flowing through his veins and arteries but has no spiritual life in other words the eternal life jesus gives that person does not have it and that's very unfortunate there are many people who are just existing in this world but until you come to christ and leave your pilgrimage on earth, what god sends you here to do will not be accomplished every man needs christ okay so these are just some introductory message i want to share with you now coming to today's topic identifying distractions once i was studying the bible this is how i defined distraction distractions are things happenings thoughts or circumstances that come that come in a person's life with the sole intention of warding off or preventing one's attention from focusing on what is necessary to be done okay so let's say i'm focusing on doing something for my mom now when what in the purpose of doing it whatever comes into my path to cross it so that i will not do that thing for my mom i intended to do it becomes a distraction please I hope you get that so to the child of god distractions are usually from the enemy and it could take so many forms but all of them has one all of them have one intention that is ward of your focus from doing God's will for example suppose it's time for church and on the TV is a movie or a sports uh, program that you love so much at that moment that thing on the TV has become a distraction You might think it is just an addition oh i just love it to watch it but your church time is going fulfilling god's will for you to be in house will be substituted because of your desire to watch that thing on the tv if you don't see that thing as a as a distraction it will even get to a time you prioritize it higher than God. And that would be unfortunate. Okay? So, please check what you are trying to do. Focus, not clearly stated, paves way for distractions to enter into one's life. Daily must we seek the will of God. And daily must we prioritize to do His will wait a moment if i don't focus on something on doing something then it means i can use my time anyhow and that's what most people do when they get up in the morning they have no focus they've not prayed for to know what god wants them to do that particularly they just leave the day out and then they just get to to a tv and they just watch something get to work come home full of activities but no specific focus why because the focus isn't clearly stated i want to do this today that is why there are a lot of people procrastinating the one thing they are supposed to do today because it is not in their focus to do today they postpone it oh i'll do it tomorrow or i'll do it tomorrow or i'll do it tomorrow then and then and then and then and then you will see that eventually the person does not do it because there's this thing I have learnt that procrastination is an indirect issuance of excuses when you treat important things lightly and you do it for for so long you keep on postponing you keep on postponing it the urgency of doing that thing gradually degrades or dies off. And when it's fully dead, you will not be able to do it. Because your interest in doing it will be lost. And it will take another grace to make that thing work. You have to define your priorities so that your priorities will give you focus on your day. For example, I use shadows. When I get up in the morning, I pray, write devotional, and do other things. But I do have a shadow. I write what I'm supposed to do that day. And because I've written a shadow, most of the times during the day, I check what I'm able to do and what I'm not able to do because I do that thing. It has be formed part of my life, and that gives me a daily focus on what to do. That I encourage you to use shadows, but shadows aren't meant to enslave, they are meant to keep our focus straight. Okay, so if you plan a shadow and you are not able to do all things during that day. And you postpone it to tomorrow. Don't feel bad because you couldn't do it. Just do it. But next time, focus on doing everything. Gradually, gradually, your life will improve, okay? Thank you, God. Now, I want to speak about self discipline a little bit. And here's something I wrote about self discipline. Disciplining yourself is a great investment nobody will ever do for you, except you. That is why self is added or precedes the discipline. Self-discipline. Discipline Discipline is not God, but it is a needful thing to, to use if you have to be focused every focused person is self-disciplined, or even if you are focused and you're not self-disciplined, as you keep on focusing, self-discipline will be developed in you. Nobody will ever invest in you to discipline yourself. No matter how much I preach to you about this, you still have to make that conscious and intentional decision to discipline yourself. Else you just give him for a lot of things to just come up into your life. And then those things of course are distractions. Let me say that it is the devil's agenda to take our time. We have to focus on God to do what He has planned. It is of a truth the devil cannot take us from the Father's hands. But he's trying hard for us not to fulfill god's purpose that is why there are a lot of what these bad systems raised just working against the children of god and if you are not wise you can't be spiritual but you may not have dominion because you must understand things from the perspective of the spirit god does not just look at things based on how it is seen physically he looks at things by faith and if you walk by faith we don't always have to see by sight we have to see by faith okay please note that one from this i can tell you that you have to be a man of critical analysis you don't just check one thing because you or because you just seen it, then you draw a conclusion. No. Go into your spirit. Pray. What God what I saying about this. I have something I told those close to me and I think I've said it here before the previous episode, the priorities. That because I read the Bible, I mean I've read through several times most of the things I face which throws me into a confusion. I just I don't know how it works but it just works and the Holy Spirit takes me through a particular verse in the Bible that, that serves as the remedy word for that situation. So it's like my mind just scans through the bible but i know it's not just my mind because i know it's from the holy spirit hallelujah it's it just goes through to know what god what is god's intent for this because there are a lot of things we react but we don't respond when we when we say react it means we spontaneously act upon seeing something unusual But when we say we are responding, it means we are doing something with understanding to solve a particular issue or a problem raised. Remember that you are not created as a being to react to circumstances. You must respond, but respond rightly. Learn to trust God's word the bible there's nothing in this world you cannot find its original meaning from the scripture maybe it might be hidden from you because of a lesser understanding by the still in there there's this thing i also wrote please a down check or a careful check on how you use your time and how you spend it an anyhow, time spender is often plagued with distractions in one's life. I'll say that again. An anyhow, time spender's life is often plagued with distractions. It's very simple. When I don't know what I'm supposed to do today, when something just comes up, i just full of fun. Yes. People spend their time anyhow they don't know that time is a commodity because we live in this world time has been created whether we like it or not to spend time but how we spend time is also a thing to be considered don't just spend your time anyhow i mean place a check on your on your on how you use your time to. Do. You have every right to allow or disallow things to just come into your life. God has made you His masterpiece. Your masterpiece control your life and what you your time to do? Let me give you some examples of distractions. The first one I wrote is condemning thoughts. God says there is therefore no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. That's Romans 8, 1. Therefore, condemning thoughts of past sins or or past wrongs done or committed doesn't come from God but from the devil. With the sole intention of making you doubt the forgiving power of God you have to condemn those thoughts because before they condemn you and there's only one thing I'm seeing in the scripture that you must do It's in 2nd Corinthians 10 5 I will not read it it says we cast down imaginations and every high things that come against the obedience of Christ So when it comes, you don't cast these thoughts down by replacing them with thoughts. You speak to it. For example, when I'm playing with a bad distraction, I usually say, devil, get your filthy hands off my head. And straight away, I don't know how these thoughts disappear, but they just disappear. You must be the masterpiece of your mind too. The second one is unnecessary phone calls now this is um, an issue to be discussed so much there are some phone calls that can't be rejected so for all other all costs it must be answered but the ones which are meant to distract you I mean the callers who don't have any good thing to tell you they just want to hang around you just because they want they, they like your presence you must check them if you are focused and you are distracted it is easy to recover because you know your focus but if you are not focused and you get distracted it is harder and one of these is phone calls you must choose the ones you pick and then the ones you don't pick. One man of God, <laughs> he shared something funny, but it was important. He said, those people who like distracting, just all their numbers. Don't answer one, don't answer two, don't answer three, and so on. And that's a good a scenario for us to use but i ch- i counsel you that if you have someone who is constantly distracting maybe distracting from focusing on your marriage maybe distracting you from focusing on your academics especially relationship wise maybe distracting you on focusing on doing god's work whatever there is you can customize and gradually degrade that relationship with that person just follow Christ okay. let me give you some short notes on how to overcome distractions I'll talk about it more into detail during the next episode the first one is mental reclamation mental reclamation simply means Bring your mind back to your present. there are many times that we go to places that we are our bodies are physically there but our minds are away so especially in church there are a lot of things everybody has to do and sometimes when you sit down those past things you are supposed to do come and distract you what you do is you reclaim your mind. When I say reclaim your mind, inform yourself and say, be here. Be at your presence. Okay? That is good. I will talk about it later on. The second one is, don't be busy. Be present. Jesus usually answered even the foolish questions the Pharisees planned to give him he answered them instantly, as many as there is. Yes, Jesus was a was a busy man. Yet, he he didn't have time for waste or wasteful things. You must, you know that you are busy, and there's no dispute about it. But be present when people are searching for you, and you are around. Just Talk to them, solve their problems if they need arises, and do your best to help them. Okay, the last one is create your own niche. Customize by choosing what and who you allow in your life. Hallelujah. These are four things are okay. These are three things to do to recover from distractions. So first one mental reclamation, second one is be present, don't be busy. The third one is check your you no know, create your own niche or create your own environment. Hallelujah. Well, my name is Andrew Zmanquafu and it's a pleasure being with you on this episode. Shall we pray, Father in Jesus' name? Thank you for this word. Help us internalize this word and help us to to also practice it in the name of Jesus. Glory be unto God for today's episode. You are blessing for joining me. I'll see you another time. Bye bye.